Josh Parr's on the line. Josh, good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, congratulations, Josh. Um, huge moment yesterday for you. But take us through the race because you began well, but then just allowed the horse to find his feet. He got back probably midfield on the fence. Josh, were you happy there? Yeah, correct, Ray. I, I was I was pleased to be behind Hawaii Five O. Mm. I had explained to the, to the connections of the horse that that was my uh, that was my chosen position. Uh, I knew I knew Nash would be able to take me a long way aboard Hawaii Five O. So I was pleased with that. However, when when Hawaii Five O and myself were pushed to the fence and the speed wasn't very strong, it made the situation a little bit complicated. Mm. And we well. Realistically, we just needed a lot of luck. Um, I had to stay really patient, and that that was that was going to be my way of winning. I was, I was never going to be able to get into a into a duel and and get caught up in the scrimmage and and be able to win the race. So, once we found that position, it was just all about uh, biding my time and, and waiting for the opportunity. Yeah, Josh, it's Neil Breen here. Josh, such a big field, ten million dollars on the line. It's always going to take some luck, isn't it? There's going to be hard luck stories in the race, and there is that with Amelia's Jewel. But basically, with that size of field, you've got to ride for luck. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And, and I, I guess you look at the three runners there in that race. You had Pericles, who, who made his own luck by banging forward on the fence and, and got the run through. You had Amelia's Jewel, who had no luck at all. And then the position I was in, well, I just had to wait. Mm. Uh, I just had to wait and see what happened, and and I got the the beautiful run through. So, obviously, a, a big field like that at Rose Hill, uh, in particular, I think that's a, a really good point to make. Yes, it's uh, it's not a forgiving track, even yeah. though it's a, a large circumference. It's um, it's not a forgiving track at all. So, so you do need a lot of luck, and and as as you mentioned, he's not the biggest horse in the world, is he, Josh? But he's got a motor, but and. Gee, he was determined. He attacked those gaps when you pointed him into the in the right direction. That that horse wanted to win yesterday. Yeah, didn't he? He has he has a great will to win. He's a he's a little competitor. I I was taken aback to be honest when I first saw him Wednesday morning. I, I was surprised <laughs> with uh, just how small he is. Yeah. And but I, I mentioned yesterday in an interview that those worries were soon uh, taken away or diminished the moment we started to gallop. Uh, Wednesday morning, uh, his stride is just incredible. It's the most uh, economical or efficient stride you'll see on a racehorse. Yeah. Uh, his his ability is just remarkable. Uh, his future is very very bright. I heard you say that yesterday, and I think you even mentioned yesterday um, when you're talking to the press that your mum called the night before. What can she expect? And you said, "Well, I'm on the best horse in the race." So, what was it about? this little pocket dynamo on that one ride on that Wednesday morning that filled you with so much confidence, Josh? Yeah, Ray, a, a, a thoroughbred, a thoroughbred needs, needs to have speed, or natural speed, strength and stamina. And, and I think if you can have two of, two of those three, you're going pretty well. Mm. Well, this horse has all three. And <sighs> it's just in the one package, all, all three of those components. And, and you saw yesterday uh, the speed when the, the gap appeared. He was able to accelerate through the stamina through the line and obviously the strength to just keep to keep running at that speed and, and through the line so strongly. So, And I've seen in his Japanese runs too, um, 
the strength through the line after like a really strong gallop at 1600. So he's just he's got it all in the in the one package. So uh, he's just a remarkable horse. Josh, what I found a bit frightening was that we we knew he came out here and and Ray and I had been talking about him on News Central on Sky Thoroughbred Central for several weeks and we were told that he wasn't one of their top liners. He was Group 1 placed over a mile, but there were better horses in Japan. Then I saw you get off yesterday and you say, I told my mum this was the best horse I've ever ridden. Can you believe there's better ones at home? (laughs) Yeah, it's extraordinary, isn't it? It... um we all know we all, we've all we've all come to realise in recent times that the Japanese thoroughbreds are the best in the world. I think they're able to go to any country they please and and win, and they just hold themselves so well. And obviously, we, we've seen Equinox in recent times what he's been able to do. And I, I think I think majority of the racing public uh, are respectful of the of the Japanese and and the horses they bring. And I think yesterday just confirmed to, to Sydney siders and maybe some people that had their doubts that uh, they're just, well, they're different gravy, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Josh, um, I didn't get a chance to ask this yesterday, but when you were called up, I was talking to Ty at England, your manager, he said he got the call up about Tuesday for you to replace Yutake Take. Now, for our listeners who don't realise, Take in Japan, he is absolutely massive. He He's a rock star in Japan, so you would have had the weight of a nation, and they are racing mad over there, watching you on Obamburamai yesterday. Did that even cross your thoughts? And what were you thinking about having to be called upon to replace a legend like Take? Yeah, it crossed my mind each and every day of last week, Ray. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm very aware of, of just how proud Japan is as a racing nation, as you mentioned. I know... Uh, the pride they have in their own work and and displaying their their horses to the world, that's that's not something I I took lightly at all. And I and it's uh, it's why I, I made uh, a, a big commitment to to help out where I could with the connections of the horse. And and we met up Friday and I, I ran them through the race. I I wanted them to see that I was well and truly prepared for the for the ride. Uh, I wanted to give them confidence that that they could trust me in, in that situation yesterday. And I, I, t- I take a lot of satisfaction and um, I guess I'm, I'm proud that I was able to produce such a good ride uh, under under very uh, high-pressure situation. Mm-hmm. And, and I certainly do hope that uh, the nation of Japan are, are, are pleased to see what I did. I'm sure they are, Josh. It, it was a pleasure to watch you ride yesterday. Congratulations on that win. Bruni reckons you might have opened the floodgates over a lot more Japanese that come down in years to come, Josh. Yeah, as, as long as uh, <laughs> as long as myself or Timmy Clark are booked to ride them, then yeah. that's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Good on you, Josh. Yeah. Well done, mate. Yeah, hey, enjoy yeah. the moment again, Josh. Um, congratulations and, and thanks so much for coming on the show on a Sunday morning. Uh, My pleasure, guys. Have a good day. You too.